Hilchas Tvila Perikrivi Halacha Aleph. Chamishi Dvar Makvas Tvila. There are five things that prevent the person from being able to daven. Alpha Pisha, he gets money even though the t- time has arrived. Tarish Adayim, purifying the hands. Vakisa Erva, covering nakedness. Taras Makamat making sure the place for the, uh, of the prayer is a pure place. Dvar Makhaisa, matters which confound or confuse a person. Vakavar Salev, and be able to have concentration. The Rabbim will explain each one of these five things throughout the course of the Pedek. What does it mean to have clean hands? One person has to wash his hands with water until the joint. The Rabbim does not say which joint he's referring to. It could either be the joint between the fingers and the, and the palm, or presumably actually the wrist. And afterwards a person davens, only after having washed his hands in that fashion. This, this applies to all three tefillahs. What if a person is traveling and doesn't have water with him? And the time for davening arrives, whichever one it is. If between him and the water there was a, uh, was a uh, distance of four mil, a mil is 960 meters, so a little bit less than a kilometer. Which is 8,000 amas. And he has to go to the place where the water is, because it's four mil or less, and then wash his hands. Only afterwards, David. What if between him and the water there was more than four mil? Then we could wipe his hands on a rock, or offer it with dirt, or anything else that's of, of, of uh, that's rough, that causes friction, that has a cleansing element to it. Then he can David. If in traveling the four mil or less to get the water, he's continuing on his way. So he's, he's going in the same direction anyways. If he has to retrace his steps and go backwards to get to the water, if you don't require him to go backwards, only up to one mil, not four mil, just one mil. So if he ever passed the water, he's more than one mil away, and going back would require him to travel more than one mil backwards. He's not obligated to go back. He rubs his hands, as we described at the end of the previous halach, and then he can daven. When does this apply? You only have to wash your hands. For the other tefillahs, like Mincha and not not for shachris. When it comes to davening shachris, in general, he has to wash his face and his feet and his hands. So also his face and feet. And afterwards, daven. If, however, again, he was far from the water, same principle. Even for shachris, he doesn't have water, he can just rub his hands and afterward daven. Call it to me, and all the people are tummy. For example, somebody who touched a dead body of an animal. They wash their hands, or they just wash their hands, as anybody who's Torah would do, who's pure, and then daven afterwards. The fact that he's tame is inconsequential as far as davening goes. The only thing required is his hand washing. And even though it's technically speaking possible for him to tevo and to uh, arise, so to speak, ascend from his tumah, so he can become tar. Nevertheless, Tevon the Mikvah does not prevent him from davening. There's no obligation to daven. No obligation to Tevon the Mikvah. For Arbiyana, we already explained, she has the Tikin, the Ezra instituted, which means that there's one type of Tumah, which is the Balkari, the one that has a seminal omission, should not study Tayra until he goes to the Mikvah. And a bezin that that arose after him, the next generation. They instituted the same thing regarding davening, not to daven. That a person who's a balkeri who had a seminal mission should not daven until he goes to the mikvah. 
Now the Rambam uh, uh, described this already. He did not mention the idea of davening. He only mentioned not to learn if a person is a Balkari. As we said that there, as we'll say again soon, that since the, since the community was not able to commit to this uh, and maintain this this uh, institution, it was automatically in his battle. Uh, the Rambam apparently is saying, as, as the Mepharshim explained, that Ezra instituted both. And even though the people were not able to sustain the decree not to learn Torah if you're Balkari, they did sustain the idea of going to the uh, of the mikvah before before you before you daven, and that was something that a later be, a later bezin upheld, and that's why uh, the Rama mentions it over here again. Ben Gera davening uh, again, they suggest that it's actually supposed to say ach letfila, that the bezin afterwards it's instituted it only for davening, not rather than af, which means as well, but. Because they maintained as was psak, as was takana, only for davening, but not for divitera. In any event, let's continue. This idea they said to go to the mikvah for purposes of al carry is not because of the concept of tumma and tara, because the truth is they said you can daven or learn immediately after going to the mikvah. And a person who's a bal carry goes to the mikvah does not become tahar until the sunset. To prevent to be found by the wives like chickens, which is a way of the Rambam saying basically that um, to curb the over overindulgence of intimate relations with their wives of Tamil If they're going to be with their wives, they're gonna think twice if it's necessary because they know they want to learn. That's what their occupation is. So to sort of kind of uh, put, give, give them like a, a speed bump, so to speak. The, they, they made this takana regarding the necessity of going to the mikvah every single time afterwards prior to learning. That's why it's only instituted for Balkari. With the, that being the one exception for other kinds of Tumantara. At the time this Takana was in effect, even a person who's a Zav, which means a male who has a seminal emission, excuse me, a male who has a, uh, a venereal disease and that causes certain kinds of emissions similar to seminal emission. So he's a more severe kind of tumor than a Valkyrie, but he sees a tumas carry. He has a, he has a regular seminal emission. Or, or someone who's a, who's a nida who expels semen from a previous from a relationship she has with her husband within within the past seventy two hours. Or someone who has relations with her husband and the woman has uh, a, a dam a blood of the nida as a result of the relations, which is possible. They have to uh, order the mikvah before they say Shema, and similarly for davening, because of the purpose of carry, even though they are Tomei. In other words, even though they have a more severe Toma, and the fact that they are Tomei uh, from, from, from Balkari in addition to their Toma, for example, the Zav, who now becomes in addition to being a Zav, also a Balkari, so to speak, is inconsequential as far as the halachas and tumah are concerned, but because the objective over here is not to prevent, is not to have them to be taller, so to speak, for for tefillah, it's simply to curb their uh, sexual appetite. So even in, though as far as tumah is concerned, it's irrelevant, but as far as this case is concerned, they should have to go to the mikvah to be able to daven, even though it does nothing as far as the halachas of tumah are concerned. Similarly, it makes sense to say this this uh, going into the mikvah is not because of purity or impurity. Only because of this decree. So that they should not be constantly with their wives, constantly having relations. Now, this institution of the requirement of going to the mikvah before uh, davening, if one is a Valkyrie, also. Uh, 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 was uh, by, was automatically disbanded, so to speak. Did not spread 
with the wide acceptance among all the Jewish people, and the community was unable to observe it. Now, it still remains as a recommendation, as Ramam will say, and therefore it's appropriate to go to the mikveh before davening if one's a Balkari. It's a simple minig, it's an accepted custom, standard standard procedure in Babylon and in Spain. Someone who's a Valkyrie has a seminal mission, does not dive until he washes his entire body in water. Because of, he kind of cross like the Pasuk in Omais, which says, one should prepare themselves to greet Hashem. But Medvam and went to supply the body with a healthy person, even a sick person, Shabal, who had relations. So he deliberately had a seminal mission intentionally. So if a person who is sick and has a seminal mission based on a physiological problem, so then he does not have to bathe himself before he goes to, before he, he does not have to wash himself as a preparation for davening. Uh, and there's no meaning to make required to do, do as such. Or as you said earlier, someone who's tummy to zav. So it's a more severe level of tumma relating to a certain kind of a mission that has to do with being sick. Or a nida who expels the sheikh vazara from previous relation, from relations she had in the past seventy-two hours. And by minig, again, there's no minig requiring them to to uh, go to the mikvah. Uh, excuse me, there's no no minig requiring them to bathe themselves. And on the kanuch and asman, rather they just they must wipe themselves clean. Because a person is not allowed to daven with any any semen on his actual body, on his skin. They wash their hands as well, and they daven. What's the example of covering with one's nakedness? This is the second of the thing of the five things Ramam listed. Even though a person covered his nakedness as the way one would before reading Shema, meaning he's basically just wearing underwear, which biblically is, is, is sufficient to read the Shema. He also covers his heart. Which I believe means his torso. If it does not cover his heart, or he does not have anything with which to cover it, so he doesn't, he doesn't have anything. He's, he's stuck in the middle of nowhere, with just in his underwear. like people in the concentration camps, or in other places in jail. Since he covered his nakedness, ideally should not be. This should not. This should not be done. One should ideally cover his heart. What does it mean to make sure the place you're davening is pure? not in a dirty place, meaning a place where there is feces or filth. not in the bathhouse, in the, in the, in the, in the, as you said regarding Shema. not in the bathroom. nor in a garbage dump, because that's a place where you can assume there is feces. nor any other place which is not assumed to be pure. unless he first does an inspection to make sure it's tar. Here's the principle. Any place where it's not appropriate to read the Shema, as you said in Hilchas Kriyashma, but you don't dive in there either. Just like a person must distance himself from feces and from urine, or bad smell, from a corpse, from nakedness, from seeing nakedness, for the sake of being a Shema, so too applies to davening. A person davens, and then he realized there was feces in the place he davened. Since he's negligent, he sinned because he did not do a proper inspection. Before davening, he is not yet He is required to daven again in a pure place. What if he's standing in prayer? And then suddenly he realizes it's very near him. If or in front of him, if he's able to stay facing the same direction and just walk ahead and to, to uh, far enough that now the, the feces is behind him, at least for Amis or more, he should do so. If he can't do that, he's, 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 he's like the sudden, then he should move to the side. 
So ideally, during davening, a person should not walk sideways. He should only walk forwards if he has to walk, as you just said. But because in this case, it's not possible. For example, let's say there's a wall in front of him and his feces is right by the wall. So he should walk sideways and to make to make it more than four amas away from him. If he's not able to do either of them, you have to simply stop davening. Turning around and walking away apparently is not an option because a person must continue to face Israel when he davens the entire time. So in this case, you should just stop davening and then apparently move to a different location completely and uh, and continue over there. Great Chachamim, great sage would not daven in a structure that had beer. Meaning they had, they had a lot of beer there being processed and there was a very intense smell. Even though it's not forbidden, it's not appropriate because it's a very strong, unpleasant smell. It's a house which had fish brine. When it is um, being uh, it's foaming or it's uh, fermenting. Because again, it has a very strong and unpleasant smell. Even though technically speaking, it's clean, it's not appropriate. What's an example of the fourth thing where we discuss thing, the, uh, 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 things which confound the person, distract the person. If a person, for example, had to go to the bathroom, well, you probably should not daven because you can't concentrate Why have to go to the bathroom. Because again, the person's uh, uh, not comfortable. The person has to go to the bathroom, he davens anyways. His tefillah is considered an abomination. It's not, it's not uh, accepted. He has to daven again after he attends to his needs. So if, however, he doesn't have to go to the bathroom badly, he's able to uh, uh, hold it in, uh, the amount of time it takes a person to walk a parasa, which is basically between 18 and 24 minutes. I'm sorry, correction, that's a, that's one mil. A parasa is four mil, therefore it's somewhere between 72 and 96 minutes. So then his davening, even though it's not ideal, is still considered davening and then he doesn't have to daven again. Alf became nevertheless the chachila yisbalo a person should the chachila at the outset not daven as he begats my yofi yofi until he inspects himself thoroughly he vidlik nakvav and should so to speak uh, take make an inspection a mental inspection of his intestines yasaki chavniyoy and remove all of his uh, phlegm and mucus choldav or tarder anything else which confounds a person confuses him bothers him vachisbalo and only afterwards doing that should a person then daven halachid alf. If someone burps, if he yawns, if he's atish, or he sneezes, during his davening, even if he did it deliberately, now, obviously, deliberately doesn't mean he tried to sneeze on purpose. These things often just happen. But it means he didn't do anything to, to try to prevent it. That is uh, 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 disgusting, depreciating. What if he made the proper preparations and he removed all anything which would cause him to do that during davening? And then it happened anyways. Uh, not to his uh, 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 choice. Then there's no problem. A person during davening suddenly had a lot of spit. Big day should not spit during davening because it's not appropriate to spit. He's standing in front of Hashem, but he can absorb it in his uh, in his talus or in his garment. The idea being that a person, for example, would put his sleeve over his mouth and let the uh, spit be absorbed in his sleeve, for example, or any other part of his garment which he can bring to his mouth. Um, if that bothered him, because you make his shirt dirty, he doesn't feel it, it, it's not appropriate socially, whatever, whatever, it, it, it bothers him. Then he could put it in his hand and throw it behind him. Uh, this is uh, to prevent the person that he that uh, if he if, if he has the spit in his mouth, 
He's not going to be. He'll be paying. If it's a Torah, he's davening uh, without without. Uh, he's davening in a state of confusion, being confounded and distracted, and it's not. That's not ideal. Yotzim and Ruchamat. A person passes gas during davening. When he's standing uh, during davening in Shmei Esrei, in general, all these times we talk about davening tefila, it refers to Shmei Esrei. Shlodo daitoi, if it happened without his control, just happened by itself. Shoyach jicharei aruach. Then he should wait till the till the smell subsides. and he should continue his davening afterwards. Now Yochachid Beis, because he's Shiru Chumat, if a person during during davening had an urge to pass gas, Mistar Harbe, and he's and he's been very very, very bothered and pain pain. Veni Yochalamid Atzmi can't contain himself. So what should he do? You should take three, uh, walk four amas away from the original place he was davening, and then wait till the smell subsides. Whatever then he should say, master of the universe, you created us with all kinds of uh, cavities and holes. It's very known and revealed before you. Our shame and our disgrace. Shame and disgrace in our life. Uh, worms, rima, decay, and in our in our death. And then he goes, then he goes back to his original place, which is four hours ahead of him, and continues davening. If he's person standing and doing davening, and then he can't control himself and urine starts dripping on his leg, on his knees. He waits till he finishes all the all the urine. And then returns to the. Um, the the place he stopped during davening to the the, the, the whatever place in the Shemesh that it was that he stopped davening while he was urinating. And if that amount of time it takes him to wait is the amount of time it would take a person uh, to daven the whole Shemesh. So let's say let's say it takes him three minutes to daven the whole Shemesh from beginning to end. And this amount of time it took him to from when he started urinating until the dripping stopped was three minutes. Then she has to go back to the beginning of davening. Beginning of because since he interrupted his Shemesh and he was forced to do so, the amount of time it takes to daven the whole Shemesh that's considered like an interruption which makes his davening uh, a void, and he has to daven again. If we start from the beginning again, someone who urinates during davening, excuse me, someone who urinates in general, and then he wants to daven, so he wants to go to the bathroom before davening, as he's supposed to, so he urinates, and now then he, wants, then he wants to daven. He has to wait the amount of time it takes a person to walk for Amis. Only afterwards should he daven. Once a person davens, and then after davening, he wants to go to the bathroom. He should wait after finishing his davening, the amount of time it takes to walk for Amis. Only afterwards should he urinate. This way, the words of Torah have, so to speak, excuse me, the words of Tefillah, the words of Tefillah are, so to speak, interrupted from his mouth uh, before he goes to urinate. It's not appropriate to, to juxtapose urinating and davening immediately one to the other, whether it's before or after. Therefore, he should wait between the two the time it takes to walk for Amis. The fifth and final concept, Kavon. Kavon is Lev Ketzad. What is the idea of kavana during davening? A person has to have the proper kavana. What does that mean? Called tefillah shenu kavana. A person who does not daven with concentration, with intention, in a tefillah, it's not. It's not a tefillah. If you mispalo below kavana, a person davens without concentration or without intention. Intention is a better translation. Without intention, chayish mispal kavana. He's davening again with intention. Mos dadim shibash shibatari. A person finds that his mind is very confused and confounded, and his heart is is uh, is also is is busy, is so to speak, occupied. He can't concentrate because of uh, whatever circumstances. Also, this is not allowed. He's forbidden to pray. Actually, he's until his mind becomes settled. Fichin, therefore, someone who comes back from a journey, and he's tired, he's in pain, he's, just, he's uncomfortable. Also, this is not allowed to daven. 
until his mind becomes settled. On this note, the Chacham said, person, the average person should wait three days until he rests. If his his mind becomes settled, uh, becomes cooled down, so to speak. Only afterwards should he dive in. Of course, some individuals are able to do it sooner than that, but some take longer, but that's the average. What is exactly is, 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 is this intention that you have to have during davening? She should clear his mind from all thoughts. Envision himself standing in front of the divine presence. Therefore, a person has to sit, or tarry, wait before davening in order to uh, make sure his heart is, in, is has the right intention. Only afterwards, should daven slowly or. Uh, uh, with pleasantly, nachas can be translated either way. With sachnunim and with supplication, um, he should not make his davening as a person who's carrying a burden. And then he casts it off, and uh, as soon as he's free, and then he can run away. So besides the idea of preparing for davening, when a person's finished davening, even he made all the nice preparations, but he shouldn't run away the moment he finishes. That's again, even if he made a preparation, had a proper intention. That's not appropriate. The person also has to wait not just before but even after davening. Only afterwards should he uh, should he leave. It's for this reason some people say till him after davening. The earliest the earlier pious ones of the earlier generations. They would wait one hour before davening as a preparation. One hour after davening in order to show that they're not trying to you know run away. Uh, and the davening itself would all it would take them an hour. So that's nine hours a day worth of davening. Shaker, a drunk person who's intoxicated, should not daven. He's not able to have intention because he's, he's, in, he's intoxicated. If he does daven, his davening is disgusting. Because his davening is considered disgusting, anyone who's considered the te'eva, an abomination, is davening. He's not Yitzah, and therefore, when he when he calms down from his, when he's clear of his drunkenness, he has to daven again. Shall say a person who is inebriated, which means he's drunk but not as drunk as a shikar. Ali spell he should not daven either lechatchila. He misspell if he does daven. Tvas tefillah is davening is still considered davening. Hey, is there a shikar? What what does it mean? Someone who's drunk. Zash any yachol daven with him. Someone who's unable to speak in front of a king uh, appropriately because he can't. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be it'll be clear that he's not. In a proper frame of mind, shall say a person, uh, shall say which he means inebriated, which is less a, le- a lower level of drunkenness. He is able to speak before a king. He's not going to, you know, get the confounded and confused in his words. Nonetheless, he drank at least a vias of wine. He should not daven until his wine has passed. Uh, until his, he's he's, he's uh, no longer drunk. Neither because just out of laughter, if he's in a state of just silliness, then immediately to daven it's not a proper proper transition, a proper preparation. nor a state of lightheadedness. nor just nor just from random talk. nor from a situation of of uh, of uh, fighting. Nor from a situation of anger. Rather, from having studied Torah. Now, what kind of Torah? Not from a situation of halacha uh, of, uh, or, or, or passing a din. Even though they are Torah, because that's something which is um, somewhat depth 
and he's going to be thinking about that during davening, which is not the right time. But rather in boards of Torah, which don't have a matter of of uh, of iyun, of in depth learning, going halachas psukes, which means basic halachas uh, that the uh, actual psaktin of what do not what not to do, but not the actual uh, 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 analysis that leads to the halacha itself. Halacha you test. Tefillas has to have prakim the davening. Uh, that's occasional. That's not the everyday davening. You're going to us Musa, for example, davening a Musa for Shkamish Chedesh, to us Amidus, or for Yom Tevim. The Ram does not mention Shabbos because that's much more common, but with Chedesh and Yom Tevim. So, all these types of occasional tefillahs, Tachla has the tefillah, Achim, Spaleo. Person has to first arrange his davening properly and you know, go through the procedure in his head, and then afterwards daven, because he should not become, should not stumble, he should not make a mistake. He's not used to it. He should remember, remember what's, the, what's the order of the davening. A person who is walking in a dangerous place, going to Makam, going to the highest place, in a place where there's wild animals or robbers. He is about to feel the time for davening arrives, so he to stop and daven, he's he, he's not going to be able to have the proper concentration, and perhaps even to say the short prayer of Havinenu is, as we said earlier, is also unable to. So what should he do? Mispal bracha acha, he just says one bracha. Vezuhi, and this is it. Tarche am chesal merubim datim kutsara. The needs of you people, Israel, are great, and their mind is uh, their 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 comprehension is limited. You should give every individual his livelihood, and every single human his lack. In other words, uh, give him what he's lacking, so he shouldn't be lacking. say do what's good in your eyes, meaning that don't uh, don't give us the goodness as we define it because uh, it's limited, but give it as you define it, which is unlimited. Bless you, Hashem, who is prayers. He could do so while he's even while he's walking. If he's able to stop and stand, he should do that. But if not, he can keep walking. And now, once he reaches a, a, a settled location, civilization, his mind comes down. He should then daven again in the proper nineteen brachas. Unlike Havinenu, he's not yet with this small bracha. Uh, therefore he has to dive in the proper shmesh when possible.